Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, Miss Positive Mental Attitude, it's Jacqueline Trumbull. Hey, guys. We decided we're going to try to be more positive. Yeah, I got it all out last night. I mean, last, last, when? <laughs> Tuesday? <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no, now I'm cool and copacetic. Yeah. We're going to look on the bright side as much as we can. Yeah. As much as we can. Or just not care as much. <laughs> no, we can't care less. <laughs> we can't do that. We can't do that. Um, so, <laughs> so this was week six. It was in Chile. Uh, Hannah Ann and Victoria F. got dates. And Tammy and McKenna got an unplanned two-on-one. Tammy got sent home first. And then McKenna got sent home right after. It was brutal. And perfect. It was a rough episode, but we'll get into that. <laughs> so how do you think Peter did? Not well. No? I got all my venting out last episode, and now I just have to come to terms that with, like, Peter has a boner for tears, and that's ruining the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he can't help that, you know? Right. Right. I mean, you like what you like. You like what you like, in this case. <laughs> It's hot girls with tears on their face. Right. Right. You don't, we don't want to look at Peter's uh, search history. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought Peter did a little better this episode than he has in previous weeks. I don't even think I can tell anymore. We have resigned ourselves to the fact that he is not a good bachelor. Yeah, right. It's like I went through the states of denial. Yeah. What are those? I don't even remember. Anger is one of them, right? <laughs> bargaining i've done the bargaining that's over uh bargaining anger now i'm in the acceptance phase yes he at least made some decisions this week you know well i guess but it was the calling week yeah it was the week for getting rid of like all the the extraneous women like tammy was obviously going mckenna was obviously going so i, I mean i don't know i'm not too impressed by the decisions. Yeah. He still didn't do great, but it was he was a little more decisive and he didn't do anything as egregiously head slappy as um, you know, ask like, hey, I heard you had a mental breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> I still love that. I think my thing with him is just that I can't figure out what he wants. Like Yeah. Him keeping Hannah Ann around, I, I just I don't know. I don't get it. Because every time a woman's in front of him, it seems like this is the greatest thing that's ever been. And then he just likes Victoria Fuller because she's not into him. Yeah. Now it seems like with Tammy and McKenna and Sydney gone now. And Victoria P. And Victoria P. It kind of seems like the most tedious drama might be over. Mm-hmm. The girls who are left, Peter actually seems to like them. And they seem to get along relatively well. Even Hannah Ann and Kelsey seem to be getting along relatively well now. Right. Now that the, you know, the early season sideshow stuff is out of the way, what do you want to see? Well, I did get spoiled on one thing. And I won't say anything except that Peter is remarkably weak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. And I got it confirmed that Reality Steve does not know the ending. Wow. Hopefully we're in for something interesting because he's pretty sure if it were a normal ending, he'd know. So I guess the best I can hope for is a Colton-esque season. Mm -hmm. I mean, that season was so bad. I don't know if it was because Colton was a bad... Well, no, it was. He wasn't a bad leader. He was just a boring person. But mm -hmm. 
the, the ending was so great. Yeah. You know, I think this is the point in every season where it gets good. Like the feelings are real. And I mean, I can attest to that when it was top six for my season, like everyone had real feelings and the top four for sure. Mm-hmm. So the show does work. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And if we can see some sincerity and also we, we tend to get really superficial portraits of people before this point. So uh, hopefully we can see that there's some like depth or interest to these women and Peter. But I mean, I'm not holding my breath too hard. What about you? No, you're right. Everyone who watches The Bachelor has sort of like an amnesic quality where we forget every season that like episodes three through six pretty much always suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every season we're like, oh, this is a bad season. We don't like these people. This is so tedious. And then the sideshow drama goes away and then things start getting real. We're only about halfway through, you know? There's still a lot right. of game left to play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Characters are going to get full, more fully developed. I just hope we start to see some real feelings emerge. And whatever is going to happen at the ending, I hope it's going to be good. That's going to make or break the whole thing. And I'm having trouble believing that any of these girls actually have strong feelings for him. Like, I, I'm sure they do, but we're not seeing why he's been kind of degraded within the house like i think i mean people know that he's been weak and there's been so much shit talking around him that didn't exist on my season in the past couple of seasons it's felt like the i love yous are just coming earlier Mm -hmm. like it's feeling more this is a strategy you know it's like it's like the coach like with his like playbook and like all his football players he's like now we say the i love yous at week 10 like week like when there's a group of 10 first you go falling in love then you go in (laughs) love then you go, I love you. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It just feels like its they're doing it because it's rote. Because I'm not seeing anything convincing. Right. Because there's no indication that Peter particularly feels that way either. Because everything he says is so cliched and superficial, you know? Yeah. And he's, I mean, he says them to every, whoever's in front of him. Right. He says the same thing to everyone. Yeah. The only convincing connection there was was Victoria P. And he sent her packing. You think so? Well, I mean... It wasn't that convincing, but like who's, it's clear that he really likes Victoria F, Mm -hmm. but you always like the one who doesn't like you. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. You have a house full of people who are fawning over you and one who isn't that into you, that person's going to stand out. It's like a comedian, like when a comedian sees somebody not laughing. Right. They direct the set at them. Have there been tears every single one-on-one other than Kelly? Victoria P may not have cried. Oh, you know. Okay. Madison didn't cry. Madison didn't cry. I think she's going to win. Well, I think there's going to be a twist ending. But if anyone is going to win at this point, it's Madison. He seems actually into her. Yeah. So I take back my words a bit. They're burying her for some reason. Yes. Might be because it's not great TV. It might be because... All right, because she's talking about her faith all the time. Yeah. And just looking at Twitter, it kind of feels like, like, do these people know something that I don't know? Because there's so much support for Madison. People are like, I love Madison. And it's like... We haven't seen Madison. How? Do, where are you getting this love for Madison from? She also had like 250,000 followers after her first date, which is a lot. I mean. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if he doesn't pick her, maybe she'll be the bachelorette. Maybe. Weird. That's so weird. I would hope that you'd require a little bit more for that job. But we've seen that before, though, right? Where somebody, they don't get much airtime, but then they go far, right? Wasn't that Catherine? Or uh, Sean Lowe's. Sean Lowe's. Totally. Well, it was also. And Becca, too. Yeah, we didn't see a whole lot of Becca or Lauren, really, until... Oh, or Lauren, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that happens. I'm sure we'll see her. But it's just odd that everyone loves her right now. Right. She's gotten maybe 10 minutes of airtime. It's odd. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, so we're going to take a break. 
We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the dates. The dates. <laughs> back after this. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Okay, we're back. Let's talk about Hannah Ann. Okay. That was weird, right? Yeah, that was a very weird date. I mean, it was hilarious in some ways. <laughs> a model and a former child star turned bachelor having a conversation about superficialness is one of the best things I've seen. <laughs> I just want real. Yeah, but you can't catch minnows in the shallows. You know? No, you can only catch minnows in the shallow. I'm sorry. What does she mean by catching? Is she talking about people or just ideas or? Ideas, you know, experiences. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wealth. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was such a beautiful example of everything we've seen this season. Mm -hmm. Hannah Ann says some shit that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and Peter is like, I need I need her to take this as seriously as I do. Ugh, even though I clearly don't know what I want. Right. I'm concerned about how she's never been in love before. Yeah. Okay. And then all she does is cry and she gets a rose. And that's not depth. It's not. Everyone can cry. Yeah. I mean, so what do you think was going on there? You know, like, I don't understand what happened. And I'm like, why do I not understand what happened? But it was like, he had this fake reservation mm -hmm. about, I'm concerned she's never been in love before, which is not a, not a thing to worry about, you know, mm -hmm. somebody who is 23 years old. Right. No matter how old you are, like, if it hasn't happened, it hasn't happened, doesn't mean it can't happen. Right. And so he goes outside to do a dramatic, you know, dramatic think. And then she goes out and cries. Yeah. And he says, this is what I wanted to see from you. Wasn't that an amazing phrase for this point in the season? Like, <laughs> they haven't been doing anything but crying all season. Right. I just wish that they would, you know, have another pool party. Just let him sit in the house and just like thirst on all of their tears collectively if that's what he wants so badly. I mean, they're crying all the time. It's what he wants and it's right there out of reach. It's so sick. Just let him experience them. There's the show on HBO right now called The Outsider. Okay. That's about a malevolent force, some sort of demon that feeds on grief and pain and misery. Perfect. Also, I mean, Bob did too. Bob from Twin Peaks. It was called Garmin Bosia. Garmin Bosia <laughs> means pain and suffering. And that was his food. Peter might be a, a Black Lodge demon. <laughs> Can we call him Peter the Black Lodge demon from now on? <laughs> 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 yeah, so that just occurred to me right now. It seems like Peter and Hannah Ann can only understand relationships in terms of The Bachelor. <laughs> and in The Bachelor, you have to cry at some point to show that you have feelings, like that you're overcome with emotion over this situation and how, how much you care about this other person. Yeah, and the problem is, is that there's a lot of confounding factors in the tears on The Bachelor. So for instance, if someone, if I were dating someone, I am dating someone, if Paul cried while telling me, 
how much he loves me, <laughs> which he's done. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> I would believe it. However, if someone cries on The Bachelor, they could be crying because they don't want to leave, mm-hmm. because they see their Instagram numbers suddenly plateauing, because... Well, they don't know that yet. Well, they would know that as soon as they left, you know, that that would cap it. Yeah. Because they just had an emotional conversation with Bill Dixon. I mean, there is like so <laughs> many reasons. And so actually relying... They miss their family. They miss their family. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Um, there are so many reasons to cry. All she said was like, I'm so scared and it's so hard and I'm falling in love with you. And I... Maybe he just wants those words, but it's a it's a really strange thing to want because it's like he's collecting them at this point. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's still pretty early. It's insanity to me that you were expected to like be falling in love before you've even had a one-on-one date. Like, I, I mean, I was there. You just don't get that much before then. <laughs> I mean, right. And I had forgotten that, that this was Hannah Ann's first one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. She went late. Yeah. Yeah especially for someone who uh, is clearly such a front runner, you know? Mm-hmm. She she got the first impression rose though, right? Yeah. So she got some early validation. She definitely did, yeah. It was just a, such a weird thing. And then like, she was like, oh, I have to cry now. It was just kind of set up like, I need something more from you. And she's like, oh, I'm supposed to cry. It just felt, it just felt very scripted. And not in, a, not in a way like, Hannah Ann knows how the show works. It seems like better than just about anyone we've seen. So she knew what was expected of her in this moment. Mm-hmm. Also, this like getting up and walking away thing, I think is a, well, you probably, it's a producer trick, right? I mean, it started happening a couple seasons ago. And I'll say on my one-on-one date, when I came down from my ITM to like sit back down with Ari, one of the producers told me to sit down and then excuse myself, get up, walk towards him. And then go back and sit down. And I didn't know why. And when I got back there, he's just like, you can do this. You know, it's okay. Uh, but they were also kind of annoyed that I had, so basically I'd sat down and I'd whispered to Ari, they want me to get up and leave one second. <laughs> 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 so basically they were like, well, you ruined that, but good luck. You can do this. <laughs> How odd would it be for Ari to just be sitting there and be like, uh, okay. Okay. I guess she's going to the bathroom. I don't know. Or like, yeah. And if it were this point in the season and I were a girl and like, or anybody told me they had to get up and sit back down because the producers told them to, I'd be like, oh no. Like, Oh, something's going on here. This is a breakup sequence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're supposed to do something big. <laughs> yeah. Hannah Brown did it a lot and she did it to great effect. Mm-hmm. So now I think it's be- it's going to become a it's becoming a, a trope now. Becca, yeah, Becca Kufrin did it too at one point. Thank you for sharing that story, Jacqueline. That's a great story. You're welcome. <laughs> so let's move on to the Victorias. Victoria P. Let's talk about Victoria P. A little bit. That was weird, right? That whole thing where, she, like, during the cocktail party, she went and sat down with him. She was like being very touchy mm-hmm. and intimate with him, and he just wasn't reciprocating he can't conceal his emotions you know Mm -hmm. since nick we haven't seen a bachelor who everything played on their face so much you know yeah but it was clear that he wasn't into her and he was like i can't see you as my wife sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) which honestly is like something that i would say (laughs) i would be i'm you know i when I don't like someone, I get very apologetic about it. God, Liam, that delivery was incredible. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
we didn't see him sour on her, you know? I know, it came out of nowhere. Like, he didn't even wait for the rose ceremony. Yeah. It's just kind of an odd thing. Yeah, well, the, the breakup was, I mean, her reaction was odd. It was, the, yeah, that was an odd scene. I thought it was pretty good TV. I was happy with it. Yeah, yeah. She got very condescending at one point. I wonder if that was deserved or if she's just got a thing about men who uh, lose her trust or favor or whatever. She stopped making sense at one point. She got very condescending. I'm concerned for you. I'm worried about you. You know, that kind of thing. Very strange things to say. And then very angry. Ran the whole gamut. She's, yeah. It was just weird. I don't, it, right. I don't really know what to do with it. And then, uh, and then Peter just went back to the party like it never happened. Yeah. He's like, very hard. You know, you know, guys, you know, my 12 girlfriends, it's really hard to send one of you home. It's like, I don't I don't know what he wanted from yeah. them at that moment. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about Victoria F. We'll talk about Tammy and McKenna a little bit after that, but I mean, the less we can talk about them, the better. There's stuff to talk about with Victoria F., so we'll talk about her after the break. Back after this. We're back, and we're talking about Victoria Fuller. Fuller House. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria F. isn't into Peter, but she can't admit it. And you pointed this out to me last night, and that kind of made it all click. Like, what's really what's going on with Victoria F.? That she's not into him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her, her reactions to him pushing her were so in line with someone who is not into someone but can't admit it to themselves. She acted as though he was sucking all the air from the room as he was asking her how she felt. And that's the reaction of someone who's being caught you know, or who is like desperately trying not to get caught. Yeah. And when you also have like, I don't know if contempt is the right word, but the more you try to pretend like you're into someone, the like more you're going to lose any kind of admiration for them, I suppose, because it's like you're lying to them and they're buying it. And so that seemed like that was what triggered her anger reaction. Like, oh, get away from me. Why are you doing this? Stop. Like, let me live with my protective... (laughs) I don't even want to call it a shield because it's. I don't think that these are walls that she's got up. I think it's just she doesn't want to be seen by him because, like, the jig will be up. Yeah. I don't know how she, I mean, is going to convince herself to keep going from here. It seems like it would get worse. I mean, maybe, maybe the show structure or whatever will suck her back in, but that was pretty brutal to watch. Yeah. Either she's she's not particularly attracted to him or she doesn't like him as a person. It was hard to watch, you know? It's just very frustrating to watch someone who's aware they have no self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> like, she might be aware that she isn't into Peter, but to admit that means she would have to leave the shows, and she can't do that. Exactly. Um, I saw a poll yesterday on Instagram, and it was like, essentially, it was... You've lost interest in someone, in someone wonderful. Do you start acting distant, uh, which will make them confused and hurt? Or do you act normal and then hit them with a breakup by surprise? And it kind of seemed like this is what she was doing, where she's dropping him little breadcrumbs of like, I don't know about this. Uh." It's leading to him being confused and hurt. But then he won't be blindsided, I suppose. And she can like relieve a little bit of her guilt and responsibility by saying like, I was honest, you know, like Mm -hmm. I told him there were doubts, even though at this point it might not be doubts so much as like certainty. Yeah. But I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if she turns around and like confesses her love later on. I just don't know if it'll be real. Mm -hmm. I could also see her self-eliminating. Yeah. When that happens, good riddance. (laughs) 
I really can't stand this person. There have been few people on the show who I've disliked as much as Victoria F. <laughs> like, I really can't think of anyone. Even people who were, like, I thought were, like, annoying. Like, I found, mm-hmm. you know, even later on, I was like, oh, they're okay. Is it just because of her negativity and constant crying? Her negativity and her constant crying, the bullying. Like, she seems mean. Like, remember, she was talking about McKenna. She's like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the White Lives Matter thing, you know? Right. Can't forget that. Yeah. It's taken on a huge thing. And I'm glad it has because it's it's very bad. And I don't know if you saw this, but it was, you know, somebody somebody asked Peter about it. And at first, he he didn't condemn that. He didn't answer it at all. Somebody was like, what do you think of this? And he was like, I only, you know, I can't really talk about that. But I can say that, you know, in my time with Victoria F., I didn't see that. You know, I, I enjoyed my time with her, whatever. Yeah. And then they followed up. Somebody else followed up with him. And he was like, no, no, no. I don't support the White Lives Matter thing. It was still a pretty weak condemnation. Right. But that's how it goes. You know, anytime, anytime somebody gets caught um, having done something bad on social media, the lead is always kind of, you know, kind of soft about it. Right. I mean, he did have a personal relationship with her. You know, it's not it's not easy to. But right. That's the thing. It's, it's kind of a weird thing where people want people to condemn someone who they know personally. Mm-hmm. Like you have no loyalty. Like, why do you want them to do this? You know, I mean, you know how I feel about all this. They also want they also want a single action to encapsulate an entire personality. And he he knows Victoria personally, you know, and was falling in love with her. And so obviously he's not going to share that perspective. He's going to see it as like one thing that she did that he doesn't agree with or doesn't understand or probably doesn't even care about that much. I mean, I don't know how political he is or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and so what's the point in yeah, in condemning her fully when he knows he can't do that. Right. In his heart. So Right. And I don't really think we should be peddling in that either, but Yeah. Unfortunately she sucks in so many other ways. <laughs> yeah. The sooner she goes, I'll, I'll be like I'll be fine. I hope I don't even really want to see her on paradise and i we might not honestly usually when somebody become well when somebody becomes this radioactive like they're done yeah that's a good point like we didn't see luke parker on paradise true true we did see chad which is incredible but yeah not since he shit his pants (laughs) actually i got a press release the other day that said he is 30 days sober oh good for him which i was like well good for him but also maybe don't put that in a press release (laughs) Um, okay, let's talk about Tammy and McKenna a little bit. Okay. I love this. Somebody named Greta Dieter tweeted, you got to cry if you want it, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. And it's so strange that that's her major complaint with people is that they cry. It's like, Tammy, what season are you on? Yeah. Look around you. Right. And she didn't She didn't cry with Peter, so, she, he, so he chose McKenna because Tammy's emotions were not genuine. Right. But- Tammy, I mean, her views are incredibly strange. I mean, she's got a really, really weird axe to grind with emotions. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why would you care if people are crying? I mean, that's not that's not targeted. Like, it's not offensive. It's just how they feel. Then, A, I mean, I say this not really meaning it, but I, like, love McKenna. Well, I, she, I find her hilarious. And I also think she's exactly like Peter's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really could have worked out. Yeah, the, like... The melodrama, like taking herself way too seriously, 
the kind of person who like does affirmations in the mirror every morning. Like, yeah. But she did have some good lines. Like, I found myself actually agreeing with every single thing McKenna said in all of the positions she took. And there, it was pretty good when Tammy goes, I have some advice for you, McKenna. Don't lead with your emotions. And she said, don't lead with anger. She was like, yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was actually good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Tammy, I mean, this is what was so strange is she pretends like she's this logical force, but she was absolutely leading with emotion because otherwise she would have seen how ridiculous her position was. Mm -hmm. Got a bit ranty there. I got to tone it back down for the cool episode. No, that was good. No, Tammy, I mean, Tammy is a self-professed bro. Uh Uh-huh. Right? She's just like, it's a bro thing, right? To be like, oh, I'm logical, but really just be as, as governed by anger as anything else. Yeah, that's true. That's a very male thing, right? That the the only emotion that men can express is anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tammy's, she's kind of weird. I don't know. Well, you should, I mean, this is the problem with women who like over-identify with being bro-ish or like, you know, being the, the guy's girl is like, you don't want to adopt a persona. Yeah, right. She has a persona. Yeah, she's not, she's not being a real person. She's being a persona. Mm-hmm. Also, that whole thing was like completely unnecessary because he was always going to send both of them home. So yeah, it's just like, all right, well, thanks for wasting our time on that one. <laughs> yeah. Again. It was funny. Like, so how do you think that happened? Do you think that day they were just like, we got to get rid of both of these? Like, it's not worth a full two on one, but let's like just try to wring some, wring some last little conflict out of this before it, before we got to wrap it up. You So what you'll see on the show is that they're always working with multiple possible storylines. I'm trying to think... Oh, here's an example. They brought Becca Martinez back after she was eliminated to talk to Ari before hometowns or before the hometown rose ceremony. And then they didn't use any of that tape. So they've always got a bunch of like multiple po- possibilities for where the narrative could go. And so this was probably just them being like... like so so they want they want a lot more drama than they're actually going to use. Mm-hmm. And so this was probably them just being like, all right, like, let's see if we can completely like exhaust this uh, thread, exhaust this drama. Um, and then if we use it, we use it. If we don't, we don't. And like, I guess they decided to go with it. But I don't know that that was like necessarily important for Peter or like important for the development of anything other than just like, we could probably do more with this. So let's give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, Tammy and McKenna didn't seem to have much beef before this episode. So it just kind of seemed like Mm -hmm. to be like enough is enough. It just kind of seemed like, well, in general, yes, enough is enough. But And also Peter didn't seem to give a shit. Like he just walked Tammy out and like gave her a hug and (laughs) Yeah. He was totally checked out through that whole thing. He was just like, Yeah. (laughs) He said he said some fun stuff. He was like, uh, where do you think we are? (laughs) Right. Like Right. I mean, that was very funny to watch. So maybe it was a TV moment. But what was the point? Yeah. <laughs> Tammy was like, I really think uh, I still see a lot of potential. And he was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about Natasha with that kind of thing. They bring a POC into like into the final quarter. But she's also my favorite. And so it sucks when, you know, she's being vulnerable with him and basically asking for validation. And then he's like, well, the drama's done. The drama's done. So she's like, good. That didn't answer my question about whether you like me. Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think Natasha, she seems like she's going to go home next week. I'm, well, yeah, I'm sure. It's <laughs> sad. Yeah. He cut Sydney this week, which I was not expecting. I know. But who else would have? I mean, it was either her or Kelly. Oh, you think so? I was guessing Kelly would get cut, but 
I'm glad it was Sydney. Well, Kelly, I mean, Kelly, they can have a bigger ending with. Mm-hmm. It's true. Kelly probably also is done next week. But Sydney, yeah, but it seemed like he had a one-on-one with Sydney in the previous episode. You know, that doesn't happen too often, I feel like, where some, like, you go from a one-on-one to being eliminated. Yeah, because what's the point? Yeah. Of giving them the rose in the one-on-one. Yeah. I miss the days of eliminating somebody on a date. Oh, they've been doing that, though. When? Ari did it. Yeah, Ari did it. No, but... but um. Did Colton do it? Oh, I don't remember. But I mean, Peter did it. Peter did it... Uh, he just did it with Victoria, kind of. No, I mean, on a one-on-one date. I, I feel like that that comes later. No, I mean, Ari eliminated someone on his, like, second date. Oh. Like, really early. Lauren, Lauren Schleier got eliminated. Oh. Yeah. He's just like, I'm not feeling it? Yeah. Huh. Some kind of strange eliminations, this... So or surprising eliminations this episode. Yeah. So for top four, we're thinking Victoria Fuller, uh huh, Madison for sure, uh huh. Who's left? Hannah Ann. Ha- Hannah Ann for sure. You think for sure? For sure. For sure. And then who else? Kelsey, Natasha, and Kelly. So I think it's got to be Kelsey then. Yeah. Unless he keeps Kelly, but I think he likes Kelsey. All right. Well, that's upsetting. So Hannah Ann, Victoria F, Madison. Kelsey. Right. All right. Oh. Before we wrap it up, I want to give a shout out to Abuelita Kelly. That was my my absolute favorite part of the episode was, Ke- was Kelly playing Peter's abuela in the telenovela sketch and her incest is best. Improvise, yeah, improvising and hitting on him and saying, I'm just going to say incest is best on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. She looked good. In the <laughs> in the wig and the glasses. Mm, I don't want to see your search history either, Liam. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it there. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back next week. Uh, I think we're going to have a special guest next week. I don't want to say who it is in case it doesn't happen. It might not happen. You never know. But stay tuned. Bye. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV Guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge.